In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to the Hip Hop Patriots. Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love Is the Biden administration building a border wall in Arizona? So um, we are not uh, we are not finishing the wall. Uh, we are cleaning up the mess the prior administration uh, left behind in their in their failed attempt uh, to build a wall. And I just want to be very very clear here. On day one, uh, we returned the money, uh, the eight billion dollars the prior administration took from our military. We gave that back. Uh, to the military, for military families, for schools, for bases. Uh, that's what that money was being used. That's what it was taken away from. And so, again, what we're doing is cleaning up the mess that the prior administration has done. But President Biden, when he was a candidate, said, there will not be another foot of wall constructed in my administration. Yeah. So what changed? We are not finishing the wall. If walls work in that part of Arizona, is this the administration trying to get migrants to cross somewhere else, like in Texas? What What is the plan? We are not finishing a wall. We are cleaning up the mess that the prior administration made. We are trying to save lives. This is what is this is what the prior administration left behind that we are now cleaning up. By finishing the wall, is this? We are not finishing the wall. By filling in, finishing? We are not finishing the wall. By filling in. Uh, is this, is this racist? Because in 2019, when the former guy was proposing a wall, you said, uh, that it was his racist wall. So how is this any different? I'm just having a hard time understanding how this is any different. I'm not even sure how you get to your first question, to this question that you just asked me. I will say this, a border wall, I'm, I'm, I'm answering your question. A border wall is ineffective <laughs> use of taxpayer dollars. Oh, yeah. So it's ineffective yeah. of taxpayer dollars. Dollars that actually went to the military that the last administration, the prior president, took from the military, which took away from schools, which took away from military bases. That's what that money that he pulled away from uh, to build uh, this wall that he wanted that is ineffective, by the way, which I just said. Uh, just recently, CBP <laughs> reported that new uh, bollard fencing along the southwest border was breached 3,272 times between fiscal year of 2019 and 2021, requiring $2.6 million in repairs. It's ineffective. We are not finishing a wall. We are cleaning up the mess. Well, that's weird, isn't it? Isn't it weird? Uh, they're cleaning up the mess. 
Yeah, the mess that they're talking about is when President Trump was building the wall and there were all the, all the supplies, all the resources, all the equipment down there. Trust me, I've been there. I've seen it. I've been there and seen the piles and piles of supplies that were actually to build the wall. And you want to talk about waste of money and something being ineffective? How about paying the contractors? Oh, by the way, who I have on video, who I talked to while I was there. How about paying the contractors in full to not complete the job? Oh, you want to talk about waste of money? How about all of the money that was spent on those supplies, on those uh, resources that are just lying in the desert, just wasting, going to waste? People are stealing it, just sitting there. Everything's rotting, rusting. Yeah, that's a waste of money. Or how about this? If we want to talk about a waste of money and ineffective, how about all of the money that we are spending to, to facilitate millions and millions of people and subsidize their financial lives with phones, cars, welfare, food stamps, housing, jobs. He had her stuck on stupid. He had her straight st- 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 stuck on stupid. She didn't know what to say to Peter Ducey, so she decided to go to her notes. What is the wall? Is the wall racist? Well, not now. Of course not. Democrats stole the election. Unbelievable. Is it really, though? Folks, you're locked and loaded right here on Live from America. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire, and it's a blessing to be here with you. We made it through another week. It is Friday, folks. That means we're another week of being closer to making America great again, being another a week uh, away from uh, Biden uh, stealing the election and uh, becoming the acting resident of the United States of America, and we're still here, and we're still breathing. And that, and that, ladies and gentlemen, we need to give thanks to God for. If you're watching on Real America's Voice News, I want to welcome you to the LFA TV platform uh, here on Live from America. Um, and, uh, we, you know, we put out so much content. We push out so much content, shorts, interviews, this, that, and the other. We work very closely with the Real America's Voice team. And uh, together we're making a difference. All boats rise. And that is how conservative media has taken over to become mainstream media. We are no longer just conservative media. We're just media of the truth. And it worked out to be the best. It's a pleasure and pleasure and a pleasure. I don't know how many times I could say it to be here every single day. And if you're watching on social media, whether that be Getter, or whether you're watching on Rumble, or Roku, or Firestick, or whatever, uh, please tell your friends to jump on in or share the video. And make sure you rumble if you're watching on Rumble. I appreciate it. I do not have a producer tonight, so bear with me. It was a little rough this morning without one, and uh, I don't have one tonight either. I'm kind of riding solo, if you know what I mean. And uh, it made me realize exactly how much, how important it is uh, to have my producer, so I know he'll like that. I want to read an email to you that I, uh, I got a long time ago, and um, there are a lot of, like, you'll hear me sometimes talk about the Catholic Church and how they're involved with NGOs, and you'll hear me uh, talk about uh, the, what, what I believe the Catholic Church should be doing as basically, you know, the, 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 the gold standard of Christianity, at least that's what non-believers uh, look at look at the Catholic churches is they always go out to the Catholic church like they're the gold standard of Christianity. But uh, the great thing about this email is this is from a Catholic. And this is a letter he wrote to the Pope. And I forgot to read this for you a long time ago. And I have a new one. I have I have I have it now. And, it, it, and it's a long time coming. But I'm going to I'm going to read it to you because he wanted me to read this on air. Again, this is nothing from Jeremy Harrell. To the Pope, this is nothing from Jeremy Harrell talking about Catholicism. This is from a Catholic, an open letter to the uh, Pope Francis, and I'd like to read this. Your Holiness, yesterday, Easter Sunday, so you see how long ago this I got this, marked the holiest day of the Catholic Church's year. I can tell you in one simple six-letter word how you can make millions, no hundreds of million Catholics, shout hallelujah from their collective rooftops. Resign. In capital letters. Your job, and by the way, folks, I wanted to read this because I wanted to be a, uh, a microphone for this gentleman, all right? Um, 
I, I want to keep going here. Your job is not about rocking the political boat. It's to protect Catholic dogma. Your private audiences in October with both Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden were shameful to say the least. Both of them have for years advocated the killings of unborn babies. They both should have been excommunicated years ago. President Donald J. Trump is a better Catholic than all three of you put together. And yes, most of our country knows the election was stolen. Have you ever heard that life starts at conception? At conception? Have you ever heard anything from your predecessor, Pope Paul VI in 1968? What was that? Oh, yes. Humane vitae. I'm probably saying that wrong. I'm not a Catholic. I apologize. The opposite of pro-life is pro-death. There is a group of Catholics called Catholics for Choice. Why not be truthful and call it what it is? Catholics for death. President Xi Jinping in China and Vladimir Putin in Russia have both hit the political daily double that they both have been dreaming about for decades. And we now have the personage of Joe Biden, a socialist communist in our White House. And we have in the personage of Pope Francis, a socialist communist in the Vatican. I say again, resign. You are no longer fit to wear the shoes of the fishermen. Perhaps, sadly, in hindsight, you were, you never were, disrespectfully, Michael Becca of Willowick, Ohio. Now, ladies and gentlemen, that is a very powerful letter. And who am I to not read what he wrote to the Pope as a practicing Catholic, and he has asked me twice now to read it. So, if you agree and you are of the Catholic faith and religion, then please, ladies and gentlemen, let me know in the comments section if that gentleman, was, if Michael was warranted in what he said. And if he is, why do you agree? Let's go to the Lord now, folks. Uh, July 29th, year of our Lord, 2022. And tonight, I am not going to read from the Jesus Calling Evening version. I am going to read from Jesus Listens. I come to you feeling weak and weary, seeking to rest in your refreshing presence. I know that you are always by my side, but sometimes I am forgetful of your nearness. I confess that I am easily distracted by the expectations of other people. If their demands are on me, on me are too numerous and weighty, eventually I feel as if I'm carrying a crushing load. Today I find myself sinking under heavy burdens, so I am coming to you for help. I ask you to lift the weights from my shoulders and carry them for me. I, as I talk with you about the matters that concern me, please shine the light of your presence on each one, showing me the path forward. May this same light that illuminates my path soak into the depths of my being, soothing and strengthening me every day. Lord, I hope, excuse me, Lord, I open my heart to your healing Holy Presence, I lift up my hands in joyful adoration, eager for your abundance to flow freely into me. I desire you above all else. My soul finds rest in you alone. I am grateful that you give strength to your people and bless your people with peace. In your peaceful holy name, we pray. Amen. What a very, very, very powerful, powerful devotion from Jesus listens. Ladies and gentlemen, please remove your hats if you're wearing one and let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. We've got some very powerful statements tonight, ladies and gentlemen, from people. We've got very powerful emails. And you know what? That is what Real America's Voice and Live from America are all about. Real news, honest views. Real news and honest views. Having said that, we're going to go to a commercial break. We do have Arizona State Senator Wendy Rogers joining us this evening. She's in a major push for the Arizona in Trump-endorsed Dream Team for August 2nd. And we're going to talk to her in a little bit and much more when we come back right after this.
Yeah, so I see a lot of people in here. Yes, it is Friday. We made it. I see a lot of people in here said that they agree with what that man wrote. Um, and, uh, and, and most of these people, I would assume, are Catholics who are saying this or uh, once Catholics, maybe former Catholics. But I'm going to go over to Getter real quick. And I see Amanda Collins, my girl over there. How you doing, girl? We've got Pat B. 44, or 54. How you doing? Cherokee Star 04. Ruby Hines always on time in the building. All-American Patriot on Getter. How are you? Kind Embroidery Barb, how are you? Thank you for being here. We love you. And thank you for all the work that you do for Life from America. Another person I would like to thank is Jane from uh, Advantage Specialties down in Florida. She is the one who makes the You Can't Beat Trump hat. And, on, and by the way, look, ladies and gentlemen, on this side, it says Trump endorsement record 99%. And on this side, it says Trump impeachment record 2 and oh. So we've got great people working to make sure that you guys get good, good quality, great stuff on the Jeremy Harrell website. And I appreciate you guys checking that stuff out. And everybody knows that uh, from now until Saturday night, anything that you purchase, even if it's just a CD, you get a free autographed CD of Armor of God from myself and Dave Bray. Mr. Tough Chocolate says former Catholic here. How you doing, brother? Pierre is very much triggered. Well, you know, and, and that's the thing about uh, Circle Back Saki. At least she could say, I'll circle back with you. This girl just says, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The You Can't Beat Trump hats will be on the store by the end of this weekend, folks. I've got Freedom, uh, freedom Towels coming on online and so much more so check out the stuff okay don't worry if you missed the opening uh rock rock and mom you can always go back and check it out i will ask if you guys please share the rumble link all right my brother is a member of wisconsin this week air show and my brother wisconsin legislature around the airport my brother chauffeurs members of the wisconsin legislation around the airport well make sure he uses his influence to or his uh, his opportunities to talk to them all right, because they need <laughs> I can't get a hold of any of them. I can't get a hold of any of them. All right, here we go. Let's go back with the first and foremost section. Welcome back here on Live from America, folks. If you're watching on Real America's Voice News, God bless you and thank you for being here. If you're watching on the LFA network around digital TV and social media, big shout out to you. Follow me on True Social at Real Jeremy Harrell. Follow me on Getter at Jeremy Harrell. And follow me on Rumble at Live from America. Here we go. First and foremost section, please lift up your cups. Let's have our first slurp of the evening. I want to start off with giving you an update on a situation that Carrie Lake found herself in. Well, she didn't find herself in. I should rephrase that. A situation that the great gubernatorial candidate in the state of Arizona found herself in, um, in at least exposing Doug Ducey, Mike Pence, and her, her, uh, her very rich rhino opponent, Karen Robeson. Now, uh, we're going to kind of... For those that didn't watch the morning show, or for those who do not watch the morning show, uh, let me bring you up to speed on a few things. We already know that Carrie Lake has, uh, has exposed her opponent for ripping off the elderly in Trump's name. And then, ladies and gentlemen, she found out that Karen Robeson was using her husband's private jet basically off the books so she didn't have to travel 10, 15, 20 minutes you know, on the Arizona roads, fly in and fly out, kind of like Rhino David Perdue did down in Georgia when he was campaigning not very hard, thinking that he was going to win off Trump's endorsement alone. It proved that you should get your butt out there. And then, ladies and gentlemen, after that, she also finds out that Doug Ducey, the current governor of Arizona, good riddance to bad rubbish, that he'll be gone very soon, is actually using taxpayer-funded uh, do- dollars on a state taxpayer-funded plane to campaign for and with Carrie Lake's opponent. Now, we showed this on the, on the morning show, but I want to show it again right now. This was Carrie Lake on local radio there uh, exposing this. And by the way, Mike Pence is all up in this too, campaigning for Karen Robeson against Donald J. Trump. Again, that silver-headed uh, Judas Pence traitor. I don't even, I'm not even going to say any more, but check this out. ...to protect us. He's putting more energy into trying to defeat this amazing movement we have of we the people in Arizona in order to get his rhino friend in office. He's putting more energy into that than I've seen him put energy into anything in seven and a half years. 
I wish he'd put just a tiny bit of that energy into protecting us and making sure that this border is secure. And he does have the power to do that. He, he doesn't have the spine to do it, but he has the power to do it. And when I'm in office in January, we're going to start securing that border. So that was Carrie Lake talking about the spine of, of, of Doug Ducey. And uh, the problem here is, folks, uh, let me show you a picture real quick. So this is what Carrie Lake is talking about. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to remove these lower third, this lower third banner real quick. Again, uh, bear with me because I do not have my, uh, my producer here with me tonight who, uh, who, who I rely on very heavily, and I see that now. Uh, always did. But uh, check this out. This is what she's talking about right here. Doug Ducey, taxpayer-funded jet to campaign for Karen Robeson. Let me take this cursor here. That is Doug Ducey right there. That is Karen Robeson, obviously, right there. This is literally breaking campaign finance law and definitely uh, against the law in the great state of Arizona, or at least Carrie and her attorneys think so. So she had promised that she was going to file an official uh, complaint with the attorney general. The problem is the attorney, ge- uh, attorney general there is Michelangelo Bernovich. However, ladies and gentlemen, the update of the day today is that Carrie Lake did file that complaint with Michelangelo Bernovich. I call him that because he wants to be a Ninja Turtle. Check this out. Here we go. To the Honorable Mark Bernovich, Arizona Attorney General, and uh, improper use of state resources for political uh, purpose of viol- uh, violation of Arizona law. Let's go through this PDF real quick so you guys can read this along with me. Uh, Dear General Bernovich, this firm represents the Cary Lake for Arizona uh, Committee and Cary Lake. I write today to report a violation of Arizona Revised Statute 16-192 and to request that you take appropriate steps to enforce this statute and hold those who have violated this law, including Governor Doug Ducey, ladies and gentlemen, and Republican gubernatorial candidate Karen uh, Taylor Robeson accountable. The relevant facts are as follows. On Friday, July 22nd, former Vice President Mike Pence campaigned along with Governor Doug Ducey and Miss Taylor Robinson and candidate for, uh, a candidate for governor. There were two campaign stops, one in Peoria and the second in Marana. And this occurred on the same day that President Trump campaigned for Larry uh, Kerry Lake in Prescott Valley. At the conclusion of Miss Taylor Robinson's event in Marana, she flew on the state airplane with Governor Doug Ducey from Marana back to Sky Harbor in Phoenix. Miss uh, Taylor Robinson, I don't know what Kunasek is. Miss Kunasek Taylor Robson uh, resides in the Valley. The Arizona Mirror obtained a video of this and reported of these fa- on these facts, which can be found here. And there's obviously a link there. This video appears to show Governor Doug Ducey himself inviting Miss Kunasek Miss Kunasek Taylor Robson to board the state airplane. So, ladies and gentlemen, it looks like uh, Governor Doug Ducey's finding himself in a little bit of hot water. And uh, who knows if um, Rhino Mark Bernovich is going to do anything about this, but the pressure is on. So remember, ladies and gentlemen, these people are banding together to beat Donald J. Trump. Because if Donald J. Trump, Trump had not endorsed Carrie Lake, then this would not be an issue. So you know what to do. And big shout out. Carrie Lake for uh, for just being an, an absolute warrior saying, you know what? I'm going right to the people with this. I'm going right to the people with this. You're talking about somebody who's a fighter and no wonder why Donald Trump endorsed her. Now, not too far from there in Arizona, we're going to move over to, or move up to uh, uh, Nevada real quick. And uh, we're, we're going to talk about something non-political before we go to commercial break. And that is the massive overnight flood storm, the monsoon storm that flooded Las Vegas, the desert overnight, leaving casinos and airports and garages underwater. Ladies and gentlemen, I have some pictures here for you right there. Look at that. Look at that. In a place where they are always trying to conserve water. Boy, they got more than they bargained for out there in Las Vegas. What a picture that shows right there. We're going to show some more pictures here, but I want, to, uh, I want to read a little bit in between them. The entire Las Vegas Strip, which houses some of the world's most famous casinos and hotels, was devastated by massive flood on Thursday night. The city issued a flash flood and severe thunderstorm warning 
as heavy rain poured into parking lots, airports, and casinos. Check this picture out, folks. This is, this is quite something right here. Wow. You want water? There you are. Now, I see a lot of people talking about manipulation of weather. And uh, I know there's a lot of people who think that the manipulation of weather is a farce and is a, uh, as a tinfoil hat conspiracy theory. But I'm going to do a special next week on exactly how they manipulate the weather. And it's been going on for decades. I can show you exactly the different ways that they do it. And it's not new technology. Now, whether this is a, uh, a, a symptom of, of them manipulating weather or not, who knows? That's not why I'm doing this. I'm literally talking about, the, uh, about Sin City being uh, flooded. And who knows, maybe this was God giving them a little bit more than they bargained for there in Sin City. But Sin City is known to be one of the driest major cities in the United States of America and typically only gets about four inches of rain a year. Cars are seen um, traversing flooded roads during the rare thunderstorm in videos posted on social media. So I want to go now and I want to sh- share some of those videos with you that we found on social media. Specifically, uh, these are coming from Twitter and uh, Instagram, but uh, check this out. Look at that. I mean, I know they take uh I know they take gondola rides at the Venetian cuz I've been there, but that don't uh that doesn't look like a gondola ride to me. That looks like somebody going right down the strip. Uh here's some more folks. Check this out. This is pretty scary as cars try to get through this mess. Crazy crazy stuff there in, in Sin City. And water was seen pouring through the ceiling of Planet Hollywood Casino on Las Vegas Boulevard in footage staffers recorded and shared online. Let's go ahead and post those. Look at it just pour in. I mean, that wasn't a trickle. That wasn't a drip. That was pouring in like a waterfall. Rain also poured through a screen at the Circa, uh, the Circa Resort and Casino, and this came through pretty heavy as well. Let's see if we can, uh, see if we can capture how much rain was coming in here. <clears throat> Look at that. Absolutely devastating and unbelievable, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I got to shut this off here. I miss my producer. Uh, anyway, folks, uh, as you can see, it was it was it was terrible. But uh, we do have some we do have some stuff to report. The storm left at least seven thousand three hundred people without power. Power. The Las Vegas Review Journal reported. And here's the most important part: there are no injuries reported at this time, according to the Las Vegas Fire information office so no reported injuries so that's good i guess they get a little bit more water than they needed uh i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing maybe god was trying to say sin city shouldn't exist anymore maybe somebody should build a boat hey if you need to build a boat i know a guy get it i know a guy (laughs) we'll be right back right after this if you need to build a boat i know a guy Hey, I want to thank all the people that are watching here on Rumble. God bless you. I see you all. And I want to thank very much Mateo2018, MAGA all the way, as he donated, he or she donated $50 uh, to the Life from America campaign. And you guys really came through this morning and donated a lot. And a lot of you to help uh, to help Gateway Pundit. So I really appreciate that. Like I said, we're going to reach out to them and we're going to get them on the show and we're going to tell them how much we raised for their legal battle to go after the Epstein client list. Kind Embroidery says, maybe you're right, Jeremy. I think you are. Hey, Sin City, you never know, man. You never know. Hey, let's come back. We're going to get into the next group of stories, and then we're going to uh, we're gonna, uh, wait for Wendy Rogers to come on, and then we'll uh, hopefully, hopefully have her on soon. Actually, while we're on a commercial break, let me ask her how far we are out. Because we might bring her up after this commercial break. I might just, uh, I might just sit here and chat with you guys. Jeremy Noah guy. Yeah, you like that joke? That's a good one, huh? Amen. God will take out anything that goes against him. When I, wanna, when I went to Vegas years and years ago, they had snowfall, said Teffy and Stephanie. Wow. I never heard that. We have 2,000 people watching on Getter. That's incredible. Um, Roxy says, I spent a majority of my summers from age 12 to about 17. I would assume that she's talking about 
in uh, Las Vegas. Um, I was there when it snowed too. Oh, okay, we got Wendy now, so that's going to be perfect timing. Uh, Wendy, can you hear and see me okay? Loud and clear. Awesome. Perfect. Okay. We're going to, we're just getting ready to come back from commercial break here, but you are here with the social media audience. So, uh, as we come back, uh, we'll bring you right in. Okay. Thanks, Jeremy. Perfect. You you are so welcome. All right. All right, guys, we're going to come back from this commercial break here in just one second. I just want to make sure that we are, uh, we've got everything under control and it looks like we do not having the producer here tonight. Like I said, (laughs) I might, we might have to give him a raise. We might have to give them a raise. All right, here we go. Back from commercial break. And we are back right here on LFA Live from America. This is Real America's Voice News, again, where you get real news and honest views. And we're going to bring somebody who's really honest on. And you, uh, we had her on here uh, the other day on Live from America. And uh, as they get ready for this massive Trump-endorsed Dream Team last push, Going into the great state of Arizona primary of August 2nd, I would like to welcome and say hello to our good friend, Miss Senator Wendy Rogers. Wendy, how are you? And thank you for joining Live from America again. Well, great to be with you, Jeremy. I'm uh, back near the Capitol. Last time you interviewed me, I was uh, wind blown over there in Globe, Arizona, which is in the newly uh, drawn in part of my district. And uh, Yes, it's a heated battle right to the finish, and I'm part of this dream team, and it's great. Well, you know, and, I, and I've been telling people ever since you were on the other day, uh, and, even, and even before you came on, I said, wow, these candidates, you know, you, Abe Hamaday, uh, and, and, and Carrie Lake, and Mark Fincham, and, and Blake Masters, I mean, the list goes on and on. I've, I've, I've never seen so many candidates merge, almost merge their campaigns together and say, look, you guys, what are we doing here? I mean, it's united. We stand divided. We fall. Many hands make light work. I've never seen actual campaigns merge like that before, but I think it's, I think you have to, I think it's that dire that you had to, and you're really setting an example for everybody else. What do you, what do you say to that? Well, thank you. You've exactly explained it, uh, precisely. It's, it's been sort of this, a synergistic coalescing of, uh, fantastic candidates and uh, we help each other. We retweet each other. Interestingly, last Friday, since I spoke to you, of course, President Trump was here. He was here in northern Arizona and uh, far outpaced uh, Pence, who had a paltry uh, uh, showing uh, down in uh, the Phoenix metro area where you would have thought he would have had a lot of people. Um, uh, it might have been in Tucson. And nonetheless, it was in a metro area compared to a rural area where we were where it was a capacity crowd. And what was really interesting, and here's kind of a behind the scenes look, there was about an hour before President Trump spoke where we were in the back uh, lined up to have our pictures taken with him. And it turned out that there were five of us Arizona senators or senators to be who were together in line. And that was the most productive hour I think I've ever spent with colleagues and future colleagues. And we just got so much discussed. We met each other's spouses. It was really special. And then on the way home, my husband turned to me and said, Wendy, this is your America First Caucus for the Arizona Senate. How wonderful was that hour? I mean, really? Yeah, yeah. And, And the great thing about that is too, is when you all win, how close will you legislate together? How close will you represent the state of Arizona together? It's, I mean, it's, it's definitely something that I would like to see other, um, other candidates in other states doing. And I'm, I'm running for state rep here in, in New Hampshire currently right now. Oh, great. And uh, our, our primary is, um, is coming up as well. But uh, we don't, I don't have a primary, thank, thank, thank the Lord. Uh, I'm just going right to the general. And, uh, and the general is November 8th. And, I, and I'm going to try to do the same thing here. I'm really going to try to rally these candidates together. And I got uh, General Don Boldick coming on on Monday, who's running for, for U.S. Senate here as well. So we're trying to do that. We're trying to follow in your footsteps. I hope you don't mind that we're copycats. No, uh, you know, we're glad to be able to do this so that other states uh, can see. And I promote Abe Hamaday all day, uh, Blake Masters, and of course, Mark Fincham, and then ultimately, uh, Carrie Lake, who has now, uh, I just heard a few minutes ago, widened her lead. And so this is not to say they won't try to cheat. Right, right. They won't try to steal. 
And so I have been making numerous calls the last few days to tell voters in my district, not only you need to turn out and, oh, by the way, it's too late to mail your ballot, so you need to walk it in. Do not use a drop box and also get out five more voters. We have to overwhelm the system. Yeah, and it's actually really easy, folks. And I tell people this all the time. I know a lot of people don't even want to, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, I got to go. I got to go vote right now. I was planning on going home after work or whatever. But it's really easy to just swing by, vote real quick. You know what I mean? Sometimes there's a little bit of a line. But, I mean, your country is definitely worth that. And it also is worth you just reaching out to five friends, whether it be on Facebook, whether it be on your text message list, your family, and say, hey, you want to go with me? Hey, you want to go with me? Sometimes people don't go because they don't want to go alone. Unfortunately, that is a thing. You know what I mean? So it's the buddy system. Uh, And so, Wendy, how are you doing against your opponent right now, like uh, poll-wise, local poll-wise? We're leading in double digits. So I'm concentrating on leaving nothing on the table. However, I take nothing for granted but I also am helping my fellow Trump-endorsed candidates. And so this is a real uh, collaborative team effort. And, uh, yeah, I, I talk to them uh, throughout the day, and we have each other's back. President Trump has been wonderful in uh, endorsing other Arizona Senate candidates so that we have this uh, coalition to help our governor to be uh, Kerry Lake. And, uh, you know, it, it's really something that is a wonderful momentum that's gathering steam. And people feel that and they want to be on a winning team. And I might have said this last week when I was on, but the minute the current governor, Doug Ducey, endorsed Carrie Lake's opponent, I think that was a huge game changer because I knocked a lot of doors after that and they said, yeah, I'm I'm not going to vote for someone if Governor Doug Ducey endorsed her. And so that has sort of helped. And everywhere we go, they know that if we've been endorsed by Trump, we have been vetted carefully. We are on the same team. Now, I represent a, a rural district, as you saw uh, last week. My constituents' concerns are uh, floods, fires. Uh, huge floods right over here in Apache Junction, which is now in my district as currently redrawn, which is a a far out but still suburb of Phoenix. Uh, Cattle, horse issues, uh, ATVs uh, mucking up the terrain issues. I'm on the Natural Resources Committee, so I have a lot of rural um, top of mind uh, problems that my people come to me for and they don't feel that they have representation down in Phoenix for. So this is something that is uh, at the forefront of my representation. Well, and I heard you also, I, I was watching you earlier on, on, on water cooler with David there, our friend David Brody. And I heard you say something that you, uh, you had knocked on one lady's door and she said in decades or however long it's been she's never had somebody come and knock on her door to represent her and i think a lot of america feels that way because we haven't had public servants for decades we've had politicians but you're a little bit different you're a public servant yeah thanks for having seen that i i actually don't talk about that enough i've knocked thousands of doors and as i told david i'll show up at someone's place and they'll say how did you find me and i say well you you voted, so that's public what your address is. Uh, yeah, but how did you find me, this house, this address way out here in the boonies? No one has ever tried to come to me before. And believe me, I see a lot of keep out signs yeah. or we don't call 911, we'll shoot you first signs. Yeah, yeah. But that's okay. That's okay. Those are your fellow I'm, Arizonans. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. I, I can feel that. And when I show up, they're just so happy. And I go, well, as I told David this morning, I do have GPS. So, and, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm very persevering. Well, uh, I want to get back since you since you're so far ahead and, and, and don't don't let that deter you, everybody. Get out there and vote right. for Wendy Rogers. But you are but you, you, you have a little bit of a uh, comfortable lead where you can help and, you know, work for your uh, for your other dream team members. So let's go to Carrie Lake real quick. We now know, because she is such a honey badger at getting the truth out there, we now know that Doug Ducey, Mike Pence, and Karen Robeson are violating campaign and state law, flying around in state planes, possibly, maybe, maybe with taxpayer money, and she exposed all that. I would say that she is so reminiscent of a 
Ron DeSantis, a Donald Trump, a Marjorie Taylor Greene. And I think that Americans are like, hey, you know what? I may not know everything about politics, but I know a fighter when I see one. And I want somebody to fight for me. And, and her exposing Ducey like that and, uh, and, and Mike Pence like that. What a, what a fighter she is. Absolutely. And there are still people who have not voted. I mean, arguably, the greater uh, preponderance of voters uh, has voted already, the, the biggest section. But there still is a small section who hasn't voted. And they wait till the last minute. And these are things that she uh, absolutely must expose. I mean, she's a reporter. Yeah, okay? exactly. I don't know if I said this on Real America's Voice or not, but I had a long talk with Sheriff Joe Arpaio the other night. We talk fairly often. He's, he's wonderful, uh, just a, a really great friend of our families. And uh, he told me, he goes, hey, Colonel, you know, you realize that uh, Carrie Lake, having been a, you know, a reporter all these years, she's had more in-depth uh, access to information than he said he as a law enforcement official ever had. Yep. So he said there are, there are no flies on her in terms of her depth of knowledge mm. and command of historical events and precedents that have been set here in our state for over uh, 20 years. And of course, Sheriff Arpaio uh, endorsed Carrie Lake. So all of this is to say that uh, she is a, a, a winsome combination of of knowledge and forthrightness and leadership uh, that people are craving. Plus, you know, she's someone who's genuine. Um, she's a, a great uh, mom and a wife. Our, our husbands get along real well because they married type double A women. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> they, talk, they talk about their uh, workout routines and yeah. how they get interrupted because their wives are you know, uh, well, needing to get their support, but it's funny. Yeah. I think you made a good point there. in the fact of bringing up her, uh, bringing up her, her reporter days because she spent so long, so much time investigating there that it's her, it's, yes. her, it's her first nature. She's always looking for something out of place, but not only that, the truth. The, yeah, she exactly. The truth. the truth, but not only not that afraid, look at the people she's Look at the other reporters that she's worked with over the years that are going to say, hey, we saw this or we're hearing this. I mean, if anybody's going to get to the truth, it's Carrie Lake. Hey, Wendy, we got to run, but I'll give you the last 30 seconds. One last big push here on LFA for next week. Well, thank you. If you still want to donate to someone directly, donate to CarrieLake.com because it's our country at stake and Arizona is going to lead the way to getting our country back. Mm. Uh, follow me on all my platforms, Wendy Rogers AZ. I'm still on Twitter, Facebook, and so forth. And uh, support us, the America First Arizona team. Uh, WendyRogers.org is where there is a wealth of information as well. I really appreciate you, Jeremy, Real America's Voice, for getting the truth out. Thank you. God bless America. Yes, ma'am. And hey, we'll, we'll, we'll catch up with you after all the big wins next week, okay? You bet. All right. God bless you. Have a good one. See you later. All right, ladies Bye -bye. and gentlemen, there you go. There you go. And she's been fighting for this country for a long time. You know that? Air Force veteran, Colonel. I mean, come on. Fighting as a state senator, being a public servant, fighting for her state. Look, I know there's a lot of people that don't like a lot of people for a lot of different reasons, but right now it's time to put any kind of a petty, uh, you know, let bygones be bygones. We are trying to take out rhinos and swamp donkey Democrats. It's time to load up for bear, baby. And we'll be right back right after this. I absolutely love, 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 love having American patriotic people, men, women, it doesn't matter, black, white, green, brown on this show. It actually inspires me. And knowing all these great people is going to help me be able to make New Hampshire a better state for all people, not just for conservatives, for all people. And I think it's, it's about time that instead of yelling at, even though they don't listen, I am, I don't know what it is, but I've seemed to have a gift from God that I can walk into a crowd of people who absolutely hate my guts and make friends. Don't know what that is. Don't care what it is. All I know is I got it. And God gave that to me. I can't tell you how many times I've been able to walk into a, uh, in between MAGA and Antifa and BLM and, and get people to shake hands and hug it out in the end. It's just something that, it's the one thing that God gave me that I 
absolutely cherish besides my family, all of you, every breath in my lungs. But that specific a gift, it's not even a skill. It's more of a gift. And I love doing that. And I am going to do that so much moving forward as we grow into this LFA TV network and as we get people on. Look, when I told you guys a long time ago, do you guys want me to do this for a living? And you said yes. And then I said, are you guys going to be able to fund this because I'm going to have to leave my job? And you said yes. I promised you a few things. One thing, as I said, is as long as, you, as long as you guys want me to do this, I'll do this. I promised you I'd never lie to you. I promised you I'd always be straight with you. I promised you if I screwed up and said something that I shouldn't say, that I would come back, own up, and, t- and look at you and say, man, I messed up. But I also promised you something else. I promised you all those events where all those reporters were at. are at. Remember, I told you that we would be in there someday and we would not let them get away with this crap. We would not let them get away with dancing around an answer or giving us some political spin. Remember now, unfortunately, I have to do this show. And if, if I go out and do that, then I can't do this show. And we've tried that. Remember, Save America Freedom Tour, which, by the way, I'm glad I did at that time because that's what the country needed. Right. But the Save America Freedom Tour, I was out there on that. Remember all those events, all those rallies, and I couldn't be here and it was hurting the LFA family. And then God said, hey, we got to make this LFA TV thing happen. And with your help, we're making it happen. And guess what? I got off the phone this week with three different people who are going to be in the field reporters for LFA while they're out there doing this stuff. It's all coming together, folks, and we're going to change the world. Promise you that. Let's come back from this commercial break and get back into it, okay? Here we go. All right, guys, we are back here on Real America's Voice News. I'm Jeremy Harrell from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire. And I, again, want to thank uh, Wendy Rogers, State Senator Wendy Rogers, for being here and uh, stumping for her entire dream team, Trump-endorsed dream team out in Arizona. We're all following your lead. So you keep going, and we got you. All right, so the World Economic Forum, you might have heard of them referred to as the WEF, who openly, by the way, this is not from Jeremy Harrell, or this is not an Alex Jones moment or a Roger Stone moment for all you liberals out there who just can't stand hearing those names because those truth tellers have been, uh, you know, vindicated over the years for all the things that they've said. But anyway, uh, they openly talk, the WEF, the World Economic Forum, openly talks about the Great Reset. They openly talk... And, and say that they are the ones that are really going to buy up all this Dutch farmland as they push farmers out of their own lands. They, they openly talk about transitioning the world from meat to eating bugs and centipedes and insects, of course, except for the elite. They're going to go on and keep uh, eating cattle and pork and all that. And, ladies and gentlemen, they openly talk about controlling the world's food supply and the world being overpopulated. And you might know that bald-headed scumbag who, who basically is the face of the World Economic Forum. And that is, ladies and gentlemen, Klaus Schwab. Klaus Schwab, George Soros, and all these lame losers out there who think that they have some kind of control over you because they've got money and influence. What I got to say to that is, walk on my property then. You're so big and you're so bad and you're so rich and you run the country from your little stages and behind your little stupid screens and you go on all these little pl- uh, these platforms and you try to speak English but it's just broken and you end up sounding like a mode of the Ron. Come on my property here in the United States of America with that crap and let's see how big and bad and in control you really are. I can't stand George Soros' baggy 5,000-year-old eyelids. I can't stand Klaus Schwab and his broken English and his moronic ways of talking. He thinks he's so smart and he's so big and bad. Yeah, if this wasn't TV, you'd see something else sticking up in between these two fists right here. Long story short, ladies and gentlemen, the WEF, the World Economic Forum, is now pressuring world governments, including Joey Applesauce himself, Get this, ready for this? They are urging world governments to eliminate ownership of private vehicles. How do you like that? Eliminate ownership of private vehicles. Would you like them to come on your property? Would you like, where's, hold on, I think I got a picture of this absolutely atrocious human being. Here he is, folks, there he is, Klaus Schwab. 
I'm urging the uh, urging the the world leaders uh, to uh to uh to confiscate our uh, personal private vehicles. Hey, buddy, until you can speak English, I got no time for you. You gonna let that guy come on your property and tell you can't own a personal vehicle in the United States of America? I don't think so. But let's get into this loser story real quick because, hey, it's worth talking about. The WEF is advocating for the abolition of wasteful, wasteful, yes, wasteful, private vehicle ownership for the planet's greater good as the organization attempts to advance its Great Reset agenda and transform the world so that the average person will own nothing and like it. Quote, We need a clean energy revolution, and we need it now. (laughs) Let me spell it out for you what you need. I won't say that on TV, but I think the world knows what I'm talking about. But this transition from fossil fuels to renewables will need large supplies of critical metals such as cobalt, lithium, nickel, to name a few. Shortages to these critical minerals could raise the costs of clean energy technologies the forum continues. The unelected globalist group NWO recommends the public, quote, go from owning to using by implementing vehicle sharing initiatives to decrease mass reliance on critical metals. Um, do we got to say come and take it like our own guns? Hey, come and take it. How about that? I don't know anything. <laughs> come and take it, I guess. Unbelievable. Car sharing. <laughs> such as get around uh platforms such as get around and blue sg yes you're all gonna car share you're gonna ride together and they want to ban private ownership in, in in its entirety they literally want world governments to ban owning a car entirely now see this is why the america the united states of america is so important ladies and gentlemen and if you remember the once late great ronald reagan said Freedom is only one generation away from being extinct. If there's, if you run away from the United States of America, if the United States of America falls, there is nowhere else to go. The entire world will be a slave world. And you won't own a car. And you'll love it. You'll absolutely love it. Now, speaking of Joey Applesauce and his involvement in uh, this great reset, we cannot overlook... So Joe, Joe Biden's initials are Joe, J-R-B, right? Not F-J-B, J-R-B. Stands for Joseph Robinette Biden. What a stupid middle name. Anyway, long story short, we are not going to call him Joseph Robinette Biden anymore. It's Joseph Recession Biden. So Joseph Recession Biden, Uncle Joey Applesauce, we can't forget about his bare shelves. Bare shelves Biden, right? First, it was baby food, ladies and gentlemen, if you remember. Then there was no tampons. Ooh, hell, hath, hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Then there was no peanut butter, etc., etc., etc. We get it. Joey recession Biden. Oh, they're bare shelves Biden. Well, now, ladies and gentlemen, there's not going to be Halloween candy either or Christmas candy. Nope, nope, nope. There's going to be a shortage on Halloween candy and Christmas candy. So you better get it now, folks, while you can before it's bare shelves Biden attacks again. Let's... uh. Let's go to this right now. I pulled this. Uh, I pulled this from YouTube, from ABC. Check this out. Now and turn to Hershey, warning that it could be a frightening Halloween with many of our favorite candies in short supply. Janae Norman is here with more. Did I just see you put some of those candies in that pocket there, Janae? <laughs> you know what? I did not. Think you thought I may or may not have wrappers in my ha pocket. Ha. Cecilia, you ha gave me burgers. So I came funny. for candy this morning. A not so sweet warning from Hershey. Get ready for a Halloween candy shortage. The company's CEO says it won't be able to produce enough of our favorite holiday themed treats to meet the growing demand. Reese's, Kit Kats, Twizzlers well, could all be hard to find. Sales, they say, have been soaring since 2020 when so many Americans turned to candy in the early days of the pandemic <laughs> and they've been growing ever since. Hershey says it is adding production capacity, but it just can't keep up for this year. Plus, the candy maker has been hit by a shortage of essential ingredients like cocoa, the result of a global supply chain issue. They've been hit from a shortage. A shortage of ingredients like cancer and all the other uh, terrible things that you get from eating candy. Again, ladies and gentlemen, maybe this is God's way of saying, hey, I want to make you healthy. I want to make you healthy, America. Oh, and by the way, you always hear me say here on. uh, So anyway, by the way, 
If you want candy, get candy. But I say go back to basics and become healthy and start getting fruits and vegetables in you. You know, like Field of Greens back there. Anyway, I always say that I love the internet because it never forgets, right? And sometimes I smile from ear to ear because we find a diamond in the rough. Usually a dummy Democrat talking out the side of their mouth of something completely different than they say now. So I figured I would show this for you. And this is from my getter page. Again, Jeremy Harrell. Let's go to this now and see what these dummy Democrats had to say about a recession a while back. This is great. Check this out. And so while they may have saved the second quarter from a technical definition of recession, the fact is we are now uh, 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 into the third quarter and we need uh, we need to have another stimulus package. Well, a recession is two quarters in a row of negative growth. I don't think we're going to have that. Both Chairman Powell and many of the uh, um, uh, significant uh, personnel say we're not in a recession. Oh, we're not in a recession. Well, that's weird. GDP fell 0.09% in the second quarter. Second straight decline and strong recession signal. Of course, Nancy Pelosi and the rapist Bill Clinton, yeah, they both said it. They, they both said it. They both said exactly what a recession is, but they don't want to say it now, do they? Gotta love the internet. It never forgets. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, one more commercial break here on LFA. This is Real America's Voice News. Where else would you get your news? I mean, come on, man. Come on, man. We'll be right back right after this. Stay tuned. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, is it Halloween? Because her voice is scary and her face. (laughs) Cocaine is a hell of a drug, says Larry. Yeah, it really is. Wow, 3.7 thousand views over there on Getter. Boy, you guys are lighting Getter up. You guys are lighting Getter up. Maybe it's because uh, I heard seen some people say that uh, Rumble was freezing. I'm not really sure. Not really sure. But anyway, folks, we're going to end the show a little bit differently today. I want to make sure that I pull this up real quick. I'm going to end the show a little bit differently today. We're going to highlight uh, you. I'm going to highlight all of you. How about that? We're going to highlight all of you, and you'll see what I'm talking about in just one minute. I got to make sure I get there. All right, let's come back from this vid. Let's come back from this commercial break and let's just kill it. End the week strong, okay? Here we go. Guys, thank you so very much. So very much for watching Live from America every single night of the week. It's an honor to do it. I say it all the time, but I'll never stop saying it because I feel that appreciative. Now, talking about appreciative, I am so appreciative and so blessed to be able to have a website that so many people visit a month, a year, Hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people. And we started something a long time ago called the American Strong Companies Directory. It's a free directory for your business, for small, medium, and large businesses, patriotic businesses that want to build a parallel economy of advertising and marketing outside of these companies that are going to charge you an arm and a leg. And ladies and gentlemen, there's so many people that did so many great things since 2020, um, since they stole the election, really, since 2016, uh, to build parallel economies so we didn't have to face, uh, we didn't have to be under the thumb of big tech or anything else. So I want to show you something real quick, if I may. JeremyHerald.com. This is what you see on the front page, okay? Now, if you scroll down here on the front page of JeremyHerald.com, you'll see our featured products on our store, which is all great. You can watch all past shows right there. Here's where you can link to all my social media and digital TV places, okay? Here's where you can uh, listen to the podcast. Here's where you can sign up for a Bible. And way down here, you can sign up for the Revolution newsletter. But let's go back to the top of the page here, right here. American Strong Companies tab. What this is is a directory, ladies and gentlemen, of now 417 businesses. All small, medium, and large businesses all across the country. I mean, think about this. We may have a 1,000 of these by the end of the year. These are a 1,000 businesses that you can go shop at. Look at here. You can, fi- you can go through and filter through states, whatever state you're in. You can go through and filter through what if it's automobile, if it's home decorating, cleaning and clothing services. Long story short, folks, these are all people who watch this show. These are people around the country who watch this show who could really use your money in tight times for their products. So why don't you go there today, and if you have a small business, then put it on there too. It's absolutely free, and you can manage it yourself. We do this so we can stay together. We do this so that all boats can rise. We do this so that we don't have to depend on our government or anybody else or big tech or anything. 
So that's there free to you. Just go to JeremyHarrell.com. And if you know people with businesses, urge them to go there too. And I can promise you, people are actually making money because of this. People tell me all the time, wow, my business sold something because of the American Strong Companies tab. It's a directory for you. Use it. And having said that, ladies and gentlemen, use my promo code LFA at MyPillow.com, BraveAmerican.com, and PatriotFoods.com. That's going to do it for Live from America this week, folks. I love every one of you more than you know. Thank you for being with me every single night of the week and every morning of the week. And uh, remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Let's go out strong with my song, my new single, Armor of God, featuring Dave Bray, USA. Peace! That will-